This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Together, Romans chapter 4, verse 16. Or 17, actually, for time. Romans 4, 17, the Bible says, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickens the dead, and calleth things, those things that be not as though they were. <laughs> what is in Ephesians 5 1? Be followers of God as their children. Be, be followers of God. Now, the Bible says, Follow God's example, act like Him, talk like Him. Back to Romans 14, uh, 4 7 or 4 17. How does God talk? The Bible says God gives life to the dead by calling the things that be not as though they were. God's method of giving life to a dead situation, God's method of transferring a vision and imagination into reality, God's method of causing all those your positive thoughts to become something tangible in a few days is to call the things that be not as though they were. Glory to God. If it looks like I'm not being favored, what do I say? My life is full of God's favor. Calling the things that be not. That's why the Bible said that let the poor say, I am rich. Let the weak say, I am strong. Glory. When I am weak, you don't say I'm weak, you say I'm strong. When the day is not going your way, say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. When it looks like nobody is giving to you, shout it on top of your voice. People give to me good measure, press down, shake it together, running over. Somebody talk to yourself briefly this morning. Some have started. They are talking silently. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatsoever I lay my hands on, they prosper, they grow in leaps and in bounds. In my life, I am never stranded, never stagnant. I keep growing by the power of the Holy Spirit. Somebody shout Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Can I have your seat this morning? <laughs> God, there is... Oh, God. 
Jesus, let every other name fade away. Till there's only you. Till there's only you. You know, the Bible says that every gift, every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of life. Where is that in the Bible? James 1, 17. In whom there is no variableness. But I want us to pay attention to that word, Father of light. Hallelujah. Give us James 1, 17. Father of lights. Father of lights. He is the father of lights. Ah. What I want to call your attention to here is the word lights in plural. Father of lights. Why? There are many lights. John chapter 1. The Bible says that was a true light. I want to begin to share something very serious this morning. Father of lights, because there are lights. Number one, there are many lights. Number two, in each light, there are dimensions. Mm. Ah. Why did Jesus say, let your light so shine? So there are degrees when it comes to shining. <laughs> How do I bring this together? Are you following me? Yes, sir. <laughs> we'll come back to. <laughs> so, uh, John 1 says, That was the true light that lightens all men that come into the world. If you hear the word true light, immediately you, it suggests there are fake lights. Lights. Now, here is the interesting thing. I am talking about how to prevail above the darkness that is in this world. I am talking about how to have supernatural results. Supernatural results. How you will never and you can never be a victim of a situation going on in the nation. Are you with me? Certain diseases are only seen under certain lights. There is a light that can see through your chest. But Bob cannot do that. Have you done x-ray before? Lights. Even there are lights that can scan inside, they can see your stomach. There are not very many here in Nigeria. But over there they do that. But not all light can see into you. So the Bible says, that was the true light. Let's start this way, and I've shared this before. If I ask all of you, the color of the clothes I'm wearing, you will say gray or ash color. Actually, I don't know. What's the difference between gray and ash? One is gray, one is ash. <laughs> you know, some of you understand a lot of colors. I think some of us just know blue, black, red, the common colors. But then when you hear Burgundy and all those things, they... <laughs> they get me into trouble, so I don't go that way. I think women are better in this. So they say, This one is this one is that, whatever it is. <laughs> anyway, 
What is the color of the clothes I'm wearing? Some said gray, some said ash. Why is the woman bees never agree on one thing? Is it gray or ash? Whatever the color is, I know I'm not ash. Am I wearing something ash? Are you, are you with me? Anyway, the reason, I don't know why I'm starting this way. Why you think this, this uh, uh, native, this cloth, this attire is ash color or gray is because of the light that is shining on it. Do you know that if I stand under some other light, the color of this cloth will change? In other words, there is no true color per se. It's more of under which light you are looking at it. Did you get that? One day I'm going to explain to you the process of camera taking picture. You know they develop picture in dark places. And they call it dark room or whatever. And there is that dark stuff inside camera also. We'll talk about that another day. But it's all about the kind of light that is shining on it. Now, I... <laughs> Amen. Whatever is going on in your life per time, at any given time, whatever you call it, however you perceive it, it will always be according to the light that is coming from you. Now, Jesus said, if the light in you be darkened, how great is the darkness? This is where this message will end eventually, but not today. That means it is possible that the light in you be darkened. When I read the Hebrew Greek word of that word, it actually means if the light in you is obscured. But let's start from the beginning. You can see beyond the natural. You can see beyond the natural. When the finger wrote on the wall in Daniel 5 and they were confused, the queen said, bring Daniel. In verse 10 and 11 into 12, he said, light and understanding are found in him. I know a man in order that carries light. He said, king, call Daniel. He will tell you, he will unravel this confusion because there is light in him. There is a man in the kingdom in whom there is spirit of the holy gods. Stay in verse 11, please. In the days of thy father, light and understanding. Light and understanding. It's just an intro. I want to do this for service. So I picked on different scriptures. Genesis 1 from 15 to 16. The Bible says, let there be for light in the firmament of heaven to give light upon the earth and it was so. Let's start from 14. 14. And God said, let there be lights, plural again, in the firmament to divide day from night. Let there be for signs and for seasons 
and for days and years. Church, point one, life does not change with time. Life changes with lights. See, I hear. Did somebody hear that? Things don't change with time. They change with lights. The Bible says God created light and he said that let them be for times, for days, for seasons. So one season of your life, there is a season of depression. There is a season of poverty. There is a season when things appear not to be working. There is no predictable time. There is no specific time for the season to start or to end. It's a function of light. Light is coming to somebody this morning and it's ending a season. In other words, at any time that the light of heaven shines, a season is brought to an end and a new season is activated. What if, if I receive light every day? Then I keep mounting every day. Hallelujah. I'm still trying to explain why Jesus said, let your light so shine. Let's say, so that's point one. Light is the one that gives back to seasons. And the more the light you have or you're walking, the more quickly your season will be changing. So people are always ever rising. When they said life is full of ups and downs, until I read Isaiah 61, look, God's word, I would rather believe than man's word. I know God, I, I doubt men. The Bible said, Thy son shall no longer go down, neither shall thy moon withdraw itself. Oh, heaven's formula has been brought to the earth to some people. The Bible says in the book of Revelation, heaven will never go down because there's no night in heaven. But for years, I thought that was heaven only until I read Isaiah 61 that where the Spirit of God is upon you, the Bible, one of the effects in Isaiah 61 is that thy son shall no longer go down. That means there is no night season again. That means the atmosphere of heaven is brought to your life. So it is possible that the graph of your life is just this way and it keeps going up like that for the part of the joys and light that shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. Mm. Are you following me? <laughs> you know, we are sons of light. We are said we are light. We come to that. So God made Genesis 1. And he said the light is for seasons. It's for time. Then God did something. The Bible says he made two great lights. Mm. The greater light to rule the day. We are coming back to this verse, but not today. The lesser lights. So there is greater lights. What is called greater lights? There is what is called very. Ah, hallelujah. Um, this is this man's diary. This Brawale, very wonderful man. There are under certain lights 
And many of you, if I ask you to read what is written there, you cannot read it. You are far from what is written, one, and then the light is not showing it. But there are certain lights that we can put this thing under. They will magnify the letter, make it clearer, and from whatever area you can read it. Two things. Number one, the kind of light shining on something depends on how illuminated the thing will be. The second thing, the distance between you and the light will affect what you see and what you cannot see. Are you with me? If I move away from this light, it might be a little difficult to read what is here. But if I stand under this stage light, I see more. <sighs> there are many spiritual garments many of you are wearing. You don't even know the garment you are wearing because you don't know the light that is shining on it. So, how do we start, Lord? Are you getting what I'm saying? sincerely speaking, you will be a surprise to yourself. Because there are dimensions in this world that people haven't entered into. And that is when they say life is boring, I don't understand what is going on. Men of light don't talk like that. You have heard the word, there is a cult group in America called Illuminati. The enlightened ones. They are trying to fake what is in Hebrews chapter 6. It is impossible for them who, are, who were once enlightened. The Bible says when they fall away, they cannot be renewed again because they have seen too much. The Bible says they have been enlightened. They have tasted the good word of God. They have been made partakers of the Holy Ghost. They have tasted the powers of the age to come. Powers of the age to come. This is one age. In this age, we get angry, we get tired, we get hungry. In this age, people go up and down. But the Bible said there is one age that is called the age to come. That is after rapture. There is a dispensation where men, Jesus, when he was on earth, never walked through the world. But after the resurrection, they gathered in a place and Jesus walked through. When Paul, when Joshua said, Son, stand still, and the sun stood still, he was operating the power of the age to come. It is reserved for the next age, but you know what? Because the Holy Spirit is eternal, when he lives in a man, even though the man is in this present age, he can operate the powers of the age to come in this age. That was the principle that made Moses that at 120 was still climbing mountain. There is an anointing that can slow down your age. It is true. I believe Abadebo knows something about that. At 80, fasting for 40 days, not eating is abnormal. Absolutely abnormal. And he's still doing it. There is the power of the age to come. Yeah. Last time Kenneth Copeland came to Nigeria, he flew his jet himself 12 hours, and Kenneth Copeland is 84. 84 year old man sat flying the jet for 12 hours. He had a pilot, but he chose to fly by himself. 84. And he's still going around the world preaching. Before Ora Robot died, the last interview he did on TBN, he was 92. 
and he was still going around the world preaching. Moses was 120. The Bible said that his, his eyes were not dim. And there was no, his strength did not diminish at all. As he was when he was 40, so he was when he was 120. Don't you want that? <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. There is a reason why angels don't age. If you have seen an angel before, every angel looks like a 33-year-old person. And when you get to heaven, you are going to look about the same age. You will not look old in heaven. If you die at 90, when you get to heaven, you are going to look like when you are 30-something. Some of us know what we are talking about. I don't want to say. No wonder Jesus died when he was 33. That was when he was crucified. Somewhere between 30 and 35, that is where you look best. When you are close to 40, your strength begins to fall. An unbeliever, not you. But in the language of this world, so somehow when people show up in heaven, they sort of return back to that state. Yes. Sometimes when an angel is talking to you, it's very difficult for you to think about the fact that this guy has been around for thousands of years. Because nothing, nothing on them shows it. And I've told you here before, don't pray to see an angel. A man is on a scriptural prayer. Pray to see Jesus. But then, apart from being not basically, if you see an angel, I hope you will live to tell the story. Because you'll be scared to death. Oh God, they won't kill you. They will just tell you fear not. And the reason for the fear not is that fear will catch you. <laughs> you know, some people think that it's all those wimpy things that they, they draw. All those fat baby with wings. Now some people think that those are angels. Oh, don't, yeah. There's a reason why they call them hosts of heaven. They are hosts. When you see one, you will not want to see another one again. <laughs> Hallelujah. Fear not is not a greeting. There was nobody they appeared to the Bible that they didn't start by saying fear not. God, they must encourage you first before you can hear the message. Do you agree by saying fear not? But see, when they showed up, the people trembled, said, oh boy, calm down. We are here for you. Hallelujah. Sometimes, for those who don't even pray too well, their presence can even have a physical, for a few days, it can affect your physical body. Because there is an amount of light that your body, beyond a certain level, your body cannot carry. Yeah. Hallelujah. If God gives you a journey to his throne room, you are going to stand very far from the Almighty. The Bible says God is light. And this is supposed to be the beginning of this message. Lord Jesus, thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. John 1, 1 John chapter 1. Let's start from verse 6. I have to stop. Are you following what I'm saying? Are you following what I'm saying? Thank you, Lord Jesus. We will never interpret anything in the light of this world. This is the reason why they say they have found tumor on somebody's body. He goes to pray and God says you are well. And they check and they cannot find the tumor again. Another light has come. Under the doctor's light, he saw something. There is a light of what your bank account is telling you, but there is another light. But you need to see through this other light to move it from that realm to this realm. Hi. 
one of the things that will happen as we pray on Saturday, I have told you before, we are not materialistic people. When we're praying this morning, I just told Pastor Abia and the people in welfare that something is coming to my mind that maybe from April we should begin to give people food every Sunday. Listen to me and listen. All the things I am sharing, I am calling your attention to one thing. The Lord is changing the face of his church. Church is not thousands sitting together. Church is more of five, seven believers sitting together. Discussing the word of God, praying together and helping one another. I began to teach against offense on all those things because they are the fundamentals you need to master to be able to fellowship with other Christians. We teach against selfishness because if you don't master this, you will spoil the things we are trying to do. You get into the house of other Christians, you put your interest first, you begin to ask them for money and all those things. Those things have made people not to trust and anything. One day, somebody was cleaning a part of this church. I don't know who mentioned to me that that woman clean has not paid it, uh, that she mentioned to somebody that she only had that from the school fees. I asked them to pay the entire school fees and that of the second one that she even she didn't ask for. But when I see people show up for the first time in church and they are waiting after service to say that I do I, 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 my rent, your first time in the church, you want to tell them all the needs of your life. It's a red sign. It's a red flag. Churches shouldn't fall for that. It's a sign of gross misconduct. Total indiscipline. And usually they come towards the end of the service. Sit at the back. You are waiting for the service to so say, I can tell them how you need 50k. That is wrong. You don't do that. I was just telling them, we need to begin to feed people. It is obvious politics is not working. But you see, you cannot do big things as a small boy. Even if you don't like prosperity, prosper for the sake of other people. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's very important. Yes. You look at a friend or people you know. The husband is beginning to complain against about the wife because she goes to work from morning to night and everything. You are so blessed. I tell the woman, you know what? I will employ you. You only work from night till three and go. And I'll pay you double what they were paying before so that your home will be preserved. Only big boys can do that. There is no history I've entered into where I was hearing worship songs as we were eating. All you hear is, I'll break your head. This one, that one. And I, I keep, where are the saints? This is what we are talking about this. Are there decent places where a Christian brother who is about to marry a sister can go to and relax in a godly way and have a nice time? Godly songs, beautiful environment, nice area. If I dating a lady, all you are hearing is that I'm a wild man. That's the song. I am Coloman. That's the song you are hearing. <laughs> you are preparing for. <laughs> you see, the world is very dirty, and there is gross darkness. Ah. You know, I am not started. I'm just speaking on different things. That's what the Bible says. Arise and shine. 
This is where I want to start from second service. For thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord, Isaiah 60, is risen upon you. Darkness shall cover the earth. You can't do anything about that. Gross darkness. Gross darkness. Oh, thank God for Christian organizations in Europe who have schools. I was watching Canada recently and the government was lamenting. Government schools are almost free, but private schools are increasing. By the time you start teaching people to a man is no more a man, they bring even, I don't know what they call guy, men who will dress like a woman and be dancing to entertain people in school. Both Muslims and Christians, they are taking their children away from public school. But if there are no individuals with money to build those private schools, what will be the hope of those children? Check every film in Nigeria movie now. A lady is already living with a man and she's asking the man, when will you marry me? If nothing is done about you, I'm going to give back to children. Who will think that the normal way of life, TV is powerful? Yes. This is what a believer can't think small. That's why I'm talking about what I'm talking about. There is a light. The Bible said that gross darkness, darkness itself was terrible enough. But the Bible says gross darkness shall cover the people. But it says something. He said, Gentiles will come to your lights. Pay attention here. He said, kings to the brightness. I'm going to start with it. He said, light is in degrees. There is a degree you have. Only Gentiles are coming. When it comes to pulling kings, the Bible talks about the brightness of your rising. You begin to understand why Jesus said, let your light so shine. At a certain degree, some men can be attracted. There is a degree that your burning gets to, then kings will notice you. Whatever your field is, kings in those fields, they will come. Because God will make you higher. In Psalm 89, he said, I will make my firstborn higher than all the kings of the earth. In Psalm 72, the Bible said that all nations shall bow before him. This, the, the psalm that David wrote for Solomon, which is also applied, is applicable to Jesus the Messiah, but David wrote it for Solomon. He said the king of Tarshish will come, and the king of Sheba, they will bring gold. And by the time that word will be fulfilled, it was a queen that would know about Sheba. She came to look for Solomon. And Solomon mesmerized her, and she brought gifts. David prophesied that before Solomon became king. He said they will come. Why? Your light will be so visible, it will go round. What causes a man, a Christian, to walk in this realm? How do you increase your shining? There are things you need to, and that's why I want to start second service. And then we go on till we're able to, when, God, when I feel like we should leave this message alone. But this is serious. Light, 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 light. Hey, we have our own culture. We don't raise children the way they ask them, us, 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 us to raise them. We raise them the way the Bible says we should raise them. There's a light. You might be earning 200, but you can walk in unusual realm. That's the truth. There is no length to which God cannot go to honor you. My first car was a Jeep. It was not given to me by a church member. 
So you do it by a friend who went to Harvard and came back to Nigeria and gave a forecast. I wanted to buy under Allah. And he said he was dealing in cars. And he asked me to bring 700,000 then for under Allah. He said if I could draw 150, he would give me the car. I gave him 150, which I managed to get. I harassed all my friends to put the money together. But just about 17 or 18 in church dead. I used to be ashamed of the car because it was bigger than the church. <laughs> but then somebody told me that well, nobody will say you have used church money to buy this car. So obviously this church cannot buy this car. <laughs> well, our offering will be 17,000, 5,000, 7,000, 8,000. God saw that I needed one and he provided. By the time I was going to meet the guy to collect the ally, it was a jeep he gave me. I was driving from Ikeja GRA here to Okoba where I was staying then. I was asking myself, is this really happening? I thought everybody on the road was looking at me. Poverty is not good. Are you with me? <sighs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's stop there. Let's rise. Is someone blessed? All I've said today, there are different types of lights and then there are degrees when it comes to shining. That is the summary of first service. At what level are you operating right now? Even as I look at you, I see people, whatever you do from now, the old city and after a while, the old nation is coming to what to do. And after a while, the old world is coming to what to do. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And if you are, regardless of the nation you are, the Lord, you are a city set on the hill that cannot be... That means it is not God's plan that whatever you do should be obscured. Only you know about that business. You are struggling to find patronage. That's not God's plan. The Bible says you are a city set on the hill. You are not just a light. You are a light rightly positioned. Hallelujah. Aye. Wave your hands and bless the name of the Lord. In your office, you begin to stand out. Your name is going to headquarters. Rico Sihastalabash. I still saw, I've not seen her in a long while because she moved to the island. I still saw, but a friend came into the country like three weeks ago. And I saw this lady. She used to be at the beginning, but now she's in lucky side and everything. I don't want to mention our organization. It's a kind of bank. She was there. Busy and people bombarding them. She just looked up and saw a man sitting down there. Inner light told her, go meet that man and ask him, what do you want, sir? I don't know, just a simple t-shirt. The man said, I thought nobody said, I can't kill. And that something just happened. And they said, I don't do this. I don't come to bank. But I had to call myself today. And he said, look at it. I don't know. So I just said that. And the lady said, sir, what do you want? And he said, I, I need to change this name. I need to do this. I need to open this account for myself. I need to do this one and that one. And she helped him. And she discovered. I think the guy had about $8 billion in their bank. As he was leaving, he turned back and he asked her that I know the way they harass you guys with targets. He said, if I give you five billion, if I bring an account of five billion to this bank, will they promote you? 
Lady said, yes. And I think he brought 10 billion. They just started. You know, there are some amount that when you make them, when you wake up on Monday, you can sleep. Your boss won't be angry. They will find a way. Say, sir, is it my presence you need? Or I bring another account of 5 billion. Choose one. I cannot my time now come to office. But if you let me sleep on my bed, or go for whatever I'm going for, by the time I'm coming back next week, sir, another 10 billion. If I happen to be your guy, I will add one week to your vacation. How many days do you want to go for? Because I, what I need is not you, your face here. What we need is account. We need money as a bank. So your face is useless. We love you, but you see, if I have to choose between your face and another 10 billion, who cares about your face? If I stay for one month, I you get what I'm saying. When she was true, and others saw what happened to others, and they said, can you introduce me to the man? It's late. There are things that the Spirit of God will open your eyes to see this week. They will change your life forever. Amen. Say that amen louder. Amen. And let's... Are you with me? Yes, amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. Mm. Is someone blessed? Yes, sir. Can you shout, I am the light of the world. Wherever I am, I shine. And I keep shining. And I keep shining. Glory to God. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Thank you.